Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Today we're talking about imposter syndrome. Crazy thing. And I've even heard people say, I don't believe it's something that really exists. And I thought, I wish that you could hear all of my clients who over the years have told me that they're struggling with something called imposter syndrome. I think for the people who don't believe in it, they've not, they've either not really experienced it, at least at some greater level, or they are somewhat in denial about calling it that. They want to name it something else, which is fine. Go ahead. Not a problem. If you are my client, I would definitely validate that it's real. I've experienced it. And I know way too many people who deal with it and I have studied it. So I know that psychologically, it's something that counselors, psychologists, and many people study and research and talk about. So I think it's just out there. There's too many people who identify with it for it to not be a real thing. It's something psychological that causes somebody to doubt their skills or abilities or um, even maybe things they've already accomplished. And it's somewhat of an internal fear that they're going to be found out, that they will be exposed to be found less than they present themselves to be, or even less than what others present them to be. And it's really, it's connected to things like your intelligence and your achievement and all of these things that can really take a beating, even your creativity and the way that you express yourself, the way that you make your money, the way you show up in the world. But it also has a lot of links to things like perfectionism, judgment, and society. So If you find yourself experiencing self-doubt a lot, even in areas that you know you're really good at and you're typically more excellent and gifted in, then that self-doubt is often what we term imposter syndrome. You might feel restless or nervous or have a lot of negative self-talk, anxiety, things like that. You might just worry what people are thinking Um, not just what they're thinking about you, but they're thinking that thoughts like, I wonder if they really are who they say they are. I wonder if they really belong where I am. There's a lot of comparison. I remember once that I moved into a neighborhood that wasn't really everybody in it was, I thought, in a higher tax bracket than I've ever been in. (laughs) In fact, as like we've lived a missionary life for almost like two decades. 
So I can say that I, I can actually recall multiple times I've moved into a neighborhood that has a higher tax bracket than I've been in. Because a lot of times we've lived in rented houses or homes where the owners graciously let us live or stay in it for a time because of, you know, the type of work that we do in missions and disaster relief and crisis response. So the one time that I'm specifically referring to was a place we rented for quite a while and we're building a bit of a life there, not knowing if we would move from that city. But I spent the better part of the first two years wondering in the back of my mind if my, if my neighbors were ever going to realize that we didn't make the kind of money they did, or at least the amount of money they used to make in order to own their homes, and in some cases, their second homes. I can look back now and see that was actually never really a conscious thought that I was having, but that imposter syndrome was real and it was nagging at my subconscious for so long. But after getting to know all my neighbors and who they were and how much they loved us, I was actually able to let go of some of it because it was perceived rather than a real fear. If you struggle with perfectionism, then imposter syndrome is likely to pop up when you're put in a situation where you worry others are going to discover that you have imperfections, (laughs) which is funny because you do, I do, and they all know it, but... (laughs) It's a, it's a funny kind of fear to wonder if people are going to find out you're imperfect when rationally they already know. Why are we afraid of this? So it's kind of funny, but it's real. And if you aren't really, if you're doing something, maybe at a job and you're not really a natural at it, you might feel if you don't, like you're not the genius you think you should be in comparison to those people or in comparison to who they think you should be in order to have that job or be doing the thing you're doing. Sometimes it's just going to take you longer to figure something out when other people already get it. And that can be something that triggers the imposter syndrome feeling. If you think you need to be the best or even the hardest worker, you might have set the bar so high that you don't reach it. And then Imposter syndrome is going to tell you that other people are watching you be unable to grab that invisible bar. If you think you're supposed to be an expert, but you aren't an expert yet, you can feel imposter syndrome because you believe you don't know everything yet and struggle because you think you're not supposed to be doing anything until you're an expert. Well, a lot of people struggle in this area who are trying to build a business like coaching because they don't value the fact that they're simply enough steps ahead that they can actually help others instead of waiting to have 50 years of experience or a doctorate in one subject. You have something to offer and it doesn't make you an imposter or a fraud just because you haven't been doing it forever, or you didn't go to school for it. Really, people want to be guided and helped by somebody who cares, who has character, and who has compassion, and is willing and capable to just go with them in the coaching space. Anyway, I'm not talking about heart surgery. Go get some experience first. Become an expert before you touch my heart. Okay. 
Now, if you feel in, you might feel imposter syndrome if you think you're supposed to be an island unto yourself and you're supposed to get to the top all on your own without help from anybody else because you're trying to prove something to yourself or to others, okay? Definitely a place where imposter syndrome can get a foothold. But personally, overall, all of these different areas where imposter syndrome can pop up for you, I believe that it's highly intricately connected to judgment. But God is the only righteous judge. He's the only one with the ability to really discern and know your heart and judge what you're doing and how. And if you bring it back so that you can find that truth and let go of imposter syndrome, you will find so much freedom. If you're like, wait a minute, what if I stopped caring about if those people are judging me? And what if I mindfully chose to stop judging myself. You have to learn how to accurately assess your abilities and realize your success has more to do with you internally than your external circumstances and trust that what you have, what you give to the situation is going to be enough and believe in your ability to show up and just do the best you can. Give yourself grace and self-compassion and be mindful So that you don't self-sabotage your own success and have realistic goals that set you up to succeed. Go find somebody to talk to about any irrational beliefs that you have that you're trying to hide out of shame or any other reason. And one great way to overcome imposter syndrome is go find somebody else who's struggling with it and walk them through it and, and Find out how helpful it is to yourself in the process because everything you say to them to help them move through it and out of it is something that your own soul needs to hear. Also, create baby steps for your action plans of how you're going to attain what you want instead of having massive goals of getting it all done at once or perfectly the first time or doing it all by yourself. And when you find imposter syndrome popping up, ask yourself, are my thoughts rational and reasonable? Because they might just be perceived, right? Instead of real. And by the way, get off social media if you find that imposter syndrome is being undergirded by all your scrolling and comparison. Also experience the feelings that you're really having when you experience imposter syndrome. Like what other kind of emotions are rising up? Use the pearl practice from episode number six and trace it back to your core beliefs and thoughts as well as the resultant legacy that you're creating by tolerating imposter syndrome in your life. And you know what? Even if you feel like a fraud, it doesn't make you one just because you feel like it. Again, your emotions can be, they're attached to your thoughts and your beliefs. So don't let what you feel stop you. Start refusing the resistance of it and overcome it with prayer and consistency. And in time, it's actually going to lessen and even pass to some degree It's one of those things that it doesn't just go away because you reach a certain position or attain a certain goal. If you struggle with imposter syndrome at this point, you're always going to struggle with it until you do the internal work and the, the thought life shifting that will actually abolish it. Leveling up is never going to make it go away. You need Holy Spirit to help you. So go invite him on the journey with you. And remember, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just something to take to Jesus. 
right? So I bless you to be right where you are. And I bless you to have great acceptance of yourself right here. I would accept you. I know Jesus would fully accept you as you are. And I know that there's a lot of people who love who you are right where you are as you are. So, you know, Jesus loved and chose us. The Bible says even while we were sinners. So accept his acceptance and recognize that the Savior's opinion is actually higher than yours and out, outranks everybody else's judgments. <laughs> all right, marinate in that for a little bit. Bless you, friend. Remember, all things are possible. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.